The Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you needed. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. News Talk 670 KBOI. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk 670 KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and we are live this week here in Boise, Idaho. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. I'm so excited to be here. It's a beautiful spring morning, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So get the phone number out again real quick, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOY. We've been getting some tremendous phone calls over the last few weeks, and uh, let's keep that going. I love talking to all you folks that are listening and uh, just getting to hear about what you're doing out in your lawn and your garden and What's happening? So I got a, a few little bit of news things, things that are going to be happening over at your local Zamzos over the next few weeks. It is officially April now. We're into second quarter, which is a, a business term, it has nothing to do with the garden. But uh, we've got some uh, we've got some things planned uh, that are going to be showing up here soon. We have uh, this is going to be a new class for us, so I'm excited to see how it turns out. Uh, we're going to be doing a container gardening like flower uh, arrangement. Uh, class at all 13 stores. That's going to be on the 16th. Like I said, that's a new class for us. We haven't really done something like that. Or if we have, it's been a very long time. Uh, but if you're interested in planting your own baskets, your own, um, your own pots, and uh, you just, uh, you know, it can get really overwhelming when you go into the greenhouse and you see the rows and rows and rows and rows of flowers um it's kind of it's kind of intimidating to know where to start so that's what that class is going to be about we're going to show you just a, a, some easy simple ways to start that off and and give you some really simple tips because uh you can really pare it down to some really simple things so that's going to be the 16th at 10 o'clock all 13 zamzos keep an eye out for that We'll have more information on our website and uh, on our social medias, and I will bring it up again probably next week. So we got that coming on. The week after that, on the 23rd, we're going to be doing a tomatoes and peppers class. It'll be our first tomatoes and pepper class in person for so many years. So if you're new to gardening, you need some refresher, you want to just you know know how to get it started, that is the class to go, especially if you're new to the area. There are a lot of little things that are different than other places in the country. And if you're from a different spot, uh, you know, there's it's a good way to start kind of learning some of the nuance to growing these things here in Idaho. And uh, we love growing gardens. Uh, and I think a lot of people do and a lot of people want to 
learn how to do that. So check that out. That's going to be the 23rd. Also, it's going to focus on tomatoes and peppers. Those are kind of the kings of the garden. Uh, but we'll talk about a lot of other things that you can get started uh, and grow in your garden because there's uh, quite a bit. Idaho is really good at uh, is a really great place for growing lots of different things. So that'll be coming up on the 23rd of April. Again, it's going to be oh, actually that class is going to be at nine. That one's going to be starting a little bit early, and that will also be at all 13 Zamzos. So check that out. Um, and then at the end of the month, we're going to do that container gardening class again, but that one's going to be a workshop. So it'll be a paid class. You're going to get materials to plant your own, and that's going to be just before Mother's Day. So it'll be a great opportunity to do something with mom or dads, take the kids out, go plant something up and give mom a nice already planted color bowl. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have more information on that as we get a little bit closer. But it should be a lot of fun. Uh, planning on doing that at two locations. And again, we'll have a lot more information as we get closer to those things. But keep an eye out. If you are interested in uh, you know the events, we, we tend to do a lot of things, particularly in spring. And uh, throughout the year, we do a handful of different things. But you can check our website out, zamzos.com. Go to the find the events page. And uh, you can actually see everything that we've got planned coming up. So check that out when you have some time. And uh, and that's about it. That's what's going on in April. I mean, there's obviously a lot more stuff going on in April. It's, uh, you know, we're getting, it's planting time. There's lots of stuff to get ready. Um, and uh, this morning I was, uh, I was standing out in the, uh, out in the backyard because my dog just had to go outside um, and she didn't want to play with me. She just wanted to chase her ball around, um, which is fun to watch. It is fun to watch your dog just be silly. Um, but, uh, it was, man, it was really nice to just stand there. It was, uh, you know, it's not, it's not super, it's not hot, but it's not, it's not like the coldest it could be, you know, it was already around the fifties and, uh, just bright and sunny, a little bit of a breeze. And, uh, man, it's just nice to kind of stand in the backyard and just, take in spring how it's coming you got colors starting to show up everywhere uh the grass is starting to wake up um i was taking a look at my cherry trees starting to show some color the other trees are maybe about a week or so behind not behind but uh you know they're going to be coming on a little bit later um but you got all the trees are starting to bud those buds are starting to swell and and you just see uh it's just kind of this i don't know maybe i'm being too poetic or uh, romantic about it, but it is really, it's just kind of beautiful to just see all that life just starting to come back and just ready to come out. And, uh, there's a lot of things to be excited for. A lot of things are really difficult right now, but, uh, you know, something like spring can kind of help ease our tensions and, uh, bring us out of that and remember, help us remember what, uh, the things that are important. And uh, we're going to talk about some of those things today when it comes to lawns and gardens. But uh, I'd like to hear what are what are some of the things you're excited for this year? What are you looking forward to in the lawn or garden? What are you going to do a little bit differently? Uh, what are some of your plans? There's a lot of things that we want to talk about that, you know, some concerns that we want to address when it comes to this year, when it comes to our water specifically. That's something that we're we're thinking a lot about over at Zamzos and uh, how we can help people be more conservative with their water, be more diligent about watering properly. And we're going to talk a lot about that this year. It's going to be quite the broken record when it comes to watering. But it is very, very important for us to to keep talking about because it's something that uh, affects all of us. And we want to make sure we have enough 
water to drink and uh, use responsibly. So we'll get into those things here today. But if you have something else that you're uh, interested in or have questions about or, or like I said, something you're just excited about uh, when it comes to this spring, I would love to hear it. Give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. I am excited uh, about April for one thing in particular, well, for a lot of things. Mostly, I, I'm really excited for April 15th because that is the opening of turkey season, which means I get to go out to the mountains and uh, I, you know, probably not find any turkeys. Uh, I'll probably just be sitting in the woods uh, being cold, but uh, there's something uh, really centering and, and good about that as well. You know, I like to uh, I like to go out, sleep in the tent, have some food, go to sleep early, wake up early. And start walking around in the forest and, you know, maybe I'll hear a turkey gobble and I won't ever see him. But that's okay because it's still really nice. And that has nothing to do with gardening, but it is something that has to do with Idaho because it's a beautiful place to live. And, uh, man, getting out to the mountains. I'm so excited to start getting out there again. Uh, so, what? yeah, again, what are, what are you excited for? It doesn't have to be lawn or garden stuff. Maybe you got a trip or something like that planned. I'd love to hear about it because I like hearing about those fun things. So give me a call, 208 208- Three three six three seven zero zero or one eight hundred five two nine KBOY. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll come back talk at you a little more. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk six seventy KBOY. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and it's April and spring is here. So why not purchase your Zamzo's lawn program now and beat the rush? You see, now that the soil temperature is starting to warm up, many Treasure Valley lawns start to wake up and turn green. When that happens, thousands of people rush to Zamzo's to purchase their lawn programs all at the same time. But you can avoid the rush by stopping by any Zamzo's and purchasing your lawn program now. You'll get five applications of Zamzo's Biologically Correct Lawn Food for one low price. We store it for you, email or text you when it's time to apply each step, and even loan you a spreader to apply it with for free. It's time to apply step one of our five-step program now. And once you do, you'll have a beautiful green lawn weeks before anyone else. So this year, beat the rush and pick up your Zamzo's lawn program now at any Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including Overland, just east of Eagle Road. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Nate Shellman, live, weekday afternoons, 3 to 6 on 670 KBOI. All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. And uh, today, I've got a couple of things uh, I've got planned to talk about. But uh, if you've got something on your mind, something you have questions about or concerns about, or uh, really just if there's something that you're excited about, I'd love to hear about all those sorts of things. Give me a call, 208-336-3700. Or 1-800-529-KBOI. All right, so last week after the show, I went home, as I typically do, and um, and we I, I, I did a little bit of work. And when I say I did a little bit of work, I say I should preface the whole thing by saying uh, Becca, my, my, my lovely wife, started doing a bunch of work, and then I felt bad that she was doing all the work. So I went out and started doing I felt like I, I had to. And it was, you know, it was good. I had to do <laughs> there were some things, some glaring things I needed to take care of anyway. So, we, yeah, it was nice. We ended up working out in the yard. 
uh, for a couple of hours. And uh, the big thing that I took care of was a little patch of weeds that uh, had started coming in. Um, and I hadn't seen it before. I actually don't even know what kind of weed it was. Uh, I just knew there was a big patch of it and it needed to go and it was in a flower bed. So I just got down, started pulling them all out. They came up really easy, super, super easy to take care of that way. Um, and, uh, I just was thinking about, you know, controlling weeds right now, because that's something that, uh, we always are, are dealing with. It's something that you, you know, is a constant when we're doing our lawns and our gardens and, our flower beds, there's, there's always weeds to take care of or uh, to get rid of. So uh, I just started thinking about that. Is it too, you know, obviously it's not too early. You know, you want to start taking care of weeds as soon as you can. Uh, and the question I was kind of thinking about, what kinds of things can we do? Because weeds are those things like the more we can get on top of weeds, the more we can like put the extra work in beforehand makes our summer a lot easier. Weeding is honestly the worst kind of work that uh, I think I can ever imagine. I mean, there's probably some really bad jobs out there, but when it comes to our, you know, our own homes, uh, weeding is one of the worst things. I think weeding is like the one thing that keeps gardeners from coming back the next year is taking care of weeds. So it's something that you, especially if you're new to gardening or you're new to your house, uh, weeding can be very demoralizing. So it's something that you really, you gotta manage it. You gotta get on top of it. You gotta do it weekly. Um, and what's nice about it is that if you do a little bit every week, it actually becomes less and less work over time. So I wanted to just talk about some of those things, some of the ways that you can start preventing and controlling and just keeping weeds out of your lawns and your gardens, your flower beds. Okay. So the first one I wanted to talk about is competition. Competition is probably, I would say, one of the ultimate ways uh, to help get rid of weeds. Uh, a lot of weeds don't like to compete with other plants. Um, you know, when you think about things like, uh, well, goat heads are a very, um, a very common one. Goat heads are the worst plants to compete. They do, they don't even try to compete with other plants. If you plant, if you've got a area of goat heads and you plant something there and you water it, those goat heads are not going to come back. That's uh, I'm like I've seen it happen so many times. Just irrigation and uh, competition will stop goat heads from ever growing in that spot. So competition is is a great way in the lawn. Competition is making sure that there's new grass seed, there's new grass, there's a, a sturdy grass, healthy grass coming up, uh, and that chokes out a lot of weeds. It makes the weeds that do show up a lot easier to control either through uh, pulling or spraying or whatever you do. Uh, so taking care of the lawn actually, and the taking care of the lawn properly actually reduces a lot of your weeds in the lawn. So uh, reseeding is a big deal. Now's a great time to do that for the lawn. In your flower beds, uh, competition means just more planting. Think about ground covers. Think about uh, more, uh, more shrubs, things that uh, don't need a lot of water and can fill up space. Lavender uh, is a really good one. Lavender can uh, kind of proliferate and grow through some areas and uh, really choke a lot of things out. There's a lot of different plants out there uh, that will do those sorts of things. I really like ground covers. Um, I think if I could just, just plant ground covers, I would because I think they're, I don't know what it is about them. I just, I little like a blue star creeper. There's just something just I don't know, magical about a blue star creeper just taking over a bed. Um, uh, your sedums, any of those sorts of things. That There's a lot of options when it comes to uh, doing those things. So consider competition. Um, 
that's that's really going to be a great way to reduce. It's not going to eliminate every single weed that could show up in your lawn and garden, but it will certainly reduce the number of weeds that you have to take care of. So uh, if it, you got a bunch of weeds showing up in a place, put a different plant there. Um, and also consider what might be causing if you got a place where plants aren't doing really well, maybe f- try to figure that out. Sometimes it might be getting too much water or might not be getting enough water or might be getting too much sun. And just try to find there's a lot of different options to find a plant that will do well in an area that you will enjoy and will outcompete those other weeds. Um, the next one is feeding, feeding regularly, feeding your plants, uh, your grass, obviously feeding your trees, feeding those plants that you put in those areas. Keeping the soil healthy actually reduces those chances of a lot of weeds showing up. Most weeds are opportunistic, so they find areas that aren't doing really well, and that's where they tend to show up because they're very versatile. They can grow in less than ideal conditions. So if we make them ideal for other plants, we actually eliminate a lot of those weeds. Uh, so feed regularly. Feed properly. Uh, get some Thrive. Get some of that chicken soup out there. Um, use those things, feed your lawn regularly. That will make sure that all of the soil is doing better. Those things are growing and, and not just the, the plants grow, but when you use like the Zamzo's products, you're actually increasing the microfauna, the beneficial bacteria and fungi and things that grow in the soil that help the plants and also help reduce those weeds as well. So that's another one. The next one is going to be more, uh, there's a there's a lot of pre-emergence you can use. Right now, crabgrass preventer is something that we use, uh, you know, a lot of people use on a regular basis to stop the crabgrass. You can stop spurge, uh, stop, stop purslane, uh, stop quackgrass is another really tough one. But getting that pre-emergent down on the lawn can really help. You do have to be aware if you do the pre-emergent, you're not going to be able to reseed. I tend to say you should reseed before you pr- apply a pre-emergent, and uh, you can deal with some of those other things a little bit later. But the first thing you want to do is make sure the grass is full and healthy. There's also pre-emergents you can use out in the flower beds. Um, you know, you can use, uh, you can actually use the same crabgrass preventer in the flower beds that you use uh, in the lawn. There's other options as well uh, for pre-emergence, and you can use those in the beds. Those are now remember with the pre-emergence, only going to stop seeds. It's not going to stop anything that's already growing. So I apologize. If you think it's going to stop bindweed, it is not going to stop the bindweed. Bindweed's got those roots already in the soil, and they're going to come back through that pre-emergent no matter what. Uh, the next big one, this is probably the best way you're going to really reduce weeds in your garden is mulch using some sort of mulch. There's a lot of different options for mulch. You can use compost, uh, bark is less than ideal, but you can use bark in your flower beds. That's a great way to help reduce weeds. Just having some new mulch in those areas. Um, you can even use compost in the beds. Uh, using something like hay, uh, getting a, a couple bales of hay, you can. Uh, that's a great way to reduce weeds in the in the garden because it's a big thick layer of that material, and the the weeds aren't going to be able to grow through it. And as the hay decomposes, it releases a lot of good nutrients back into the soil, and you can till that in. So uh, mulching is a really great way um, to help improve the soil. It adds a lot of diversity. And it also uh, really smothers out a lot of those weed seeds. So if you're going to do something, consider that. Because you can really make those things, those places look really nice with a mulch as well. And in the garden, uh, when you put the hay down, 
Um, it actually makes it really nice and easy to walk through. You don't have to walk through the mud all the time, you know, once you're watering. Um, and it helps conserve a lot of moisture as well. So that's another great benefit to uh, keeping the mulch on those areas. It actually shades the soil, prevents evaporation, and holds that moisture in those areas for those lawns or really wherever you're dealing with that. And, and then the last one is always, you know, you can always go to a spray. There's a lot of options there. Obviously, uh, our Zamzos Ultra is a great one if you want to use it in the lawn. It's going to kill those weeds in the lawn without killing the grass. Uh, just take a little bit of time. Let those, uh, let the, the flowering plants alone, particularly the dandelions, especially early on. Wait till you, uh, you don't, we don't want to spray, uh, those things that, uh, potentially could attract bees. We want to make sure that those bees stay healthy. So give those uh, dandelions, if you if they're not blooming yet, go ahead and spray them now because they're not blooming. You're not going to be attracting any bees with it. You can actually control them with that ultra. Today's a great day to spray something like that. We also have a lot of organic options, and those are really great ones to look at. Um, I've been using a couple different ones that we have available at the stores, and there's some that are safe for the lawn, and you can use them just about anywhere. And, and, and those, those, the, the organics and that ultra can be used at cooler temperatures. So you can actually spray those now and get a little jump on it. So, and really the best, the best advice I can give you if you're trying to control those weeds in all of these areas is don't rely on just one of these things. You're gonna, you've, I, what I've just listed here is like a toolbox. It's like a garage full of, full of tools that you can use that are at your disposal. And it's gonna take, it really, honestly, will take multiple, uh, things, parts of this to really help control those weeds in your lawn, in your garden, in your flower beds. Uh, because it takes a multi-fronted effort to get those things under control and these are gonna help you. So not just one is gonna fix everything. You gotta use a couple. All right, looks like we're about time for another break. Hey, if you want to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. You can give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We'll be right back. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670-KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Zamzo, and if you're planting a new lawn or reseeding your current one, Zamzos can save you a lot of money over the cost of sod and give you a much better lawn that you can be enjoying in as little as six weeks. The secret is picking the right seed, preparing the soil, and then properly planting and watering your new lawn to keep it strong and healthy. And at Zamzos, we've been helping people grow beautiful lawns for almost 90 years. And over time, we've developed our own line of grass seed that grows perfectly in our area, with different varieties for every need. For example, in high traffic areas, Zamzo's Play Yard Mix may be exactly what you need. Our Shady Yard Mix grows well in areas with limited light. And especially important with the pending water shortage, Zamzo's Heat and Drought Tolerant Blend does better with less water. But hands down, the best blend for our area is Zamzo's Custom Lawn Mix. So come to Zamzo's and help us determine what seed is best for you, how much you'll need, and how and when to plant it for best results. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back. Part three of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. And uh, during the break there, we were, Tara was mentioning to me how the weather was, wind was picking up. And maybe it's not the best time to spray, Nolan, she says. And I, 
Yeah, you're you're right, Tara. You've learned a lot listening to me talk over these and Mary over the last. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's and actually that's a, it is a very good point. If it is too windy, um, that is not a good time to spray. You do have a lot of opportunity for things to go wrong when it's windy like that. So uh, keep that in mind if you're looking out there. Maybe hold off. Um, and uh, and wait for spring, but there's those other things you can absolutely do right now. Totally fine. Okay, so let's get into another thing. Um, I was talking about when we were starting uh, kind of the show. We were talking about water, um, but first, let me actually before we get into that, I better give out the number again because I'd love to talk to folks if there's anything you're wondering about or uh, have questions about out in the lawn and garden or want to just share something that you're really excited about for this spring. I would love to hear that. We've had some tremendous calls over the last uh, few weeks. Um, well, a few years, really. I'm not going to take anything away from the past, past shows. Uh, give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. I wanted to get into uh, a couple other things. Well, I'm trying to think which one should I go to. Let's get into um, this one. Yeah, I'm going to go into this. Uh, watering. We've talked a lot about watering over the last, particularly last summer. We talked about it a ton because it was so upfront. It was so uh, in our face. It was something that we were dealing with. Um, and we're uh, just starting April now, which means that uh, we're very close to our water getting turned on uh, across the valley. Those canals are going to start getting filled up with water, and those folks uh, like, like me that are going to have, uh, whose water is dependent on those canals over in Nampa. Um, our watering systems are going to be getting charged up and starting to get full and, and we're going to be looking at watering really soon. Some folks, uh, I'm sure are already watering or, you know, if you've got a well that's on already. Um, but what I'd like to do is just kind of do a handful of things to just talk to you about how we can start conserving water right now. And uh, there's a cup, and there's a lot of really easy, easy things that we can do. Spring is very um, like kind of like the best time for plants because there's not a lot of demand. They're just they're growing very slowly. They're just starting to wake up. Uh, there's a lot of stored water in the soil from the snow and the dew and the rains that we have had. That water didn't really go anywhere. In the cooler temperatures, the water's still there. So your soil is kind of, I always like to think of it as like this big old sponge. And right now the sponge is relatively, uh, is, is, is not full. It's not like you could wring it out, um, but there's water in there. and There's enough water for the lawn and the trees to do everything that they need to do right now. So as our sprinklers come on and or as your sprinklers come on, what I want you to do is first thing is first is you want to test them. Turn them on and run through the cycle. Make sure you identify anything that's broken. Uh, you know, find those areas. Uh, you don't have to make sure that it's 100% covered right now as you normally would later on. But if you can, you know, check it out. Watch those things. Pick up a water audit kit from Zamzos and check that the lawn's getting covered properly. You're only going to water those areas for about 10, 15 minutes or so. Um, and you're just checking for coverage. You're not watering the lawn. You're just testing your system to make sure that it's functioning properly. Identify breaks. Identify things that have gone wrong so that you can fix it. Once you've done that, I want you to turn that sprinkler system off. Just turn your your, your controller, turn it to the off position, uh, fix those things that you need to fix, clean out the filters, um, and just keep it off. 
because our lawns don't need us to water right now. And the more we can conserve the moisture, the water that we have stored up in the soil, our lawns will go for a very long time right now on the water that they have. Um, you know, you we haven't seen a lot of rain, but you can think about we haven't a lot of people haven't had their sprinklers on yet. Your lawn's starting to green up without any additional watering. It doesn't need that much right now. So don't don't turn them on, test them, see that they're, you know, find those breaks and then just turn them back off and just wait. We're going to, chances are in April, we'll have some rain. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have some rain. Um, we may even have rain in May. So we can potentially go for a number of months here uh, without really needing to turn on our sprinklers. And trust me, your lawn can handle it. Your grass can handle that going without that that water it doesn't need that much so just hold back on doing a lot of those things if you apply like your crabgrass preventer your lawn food or your bill bug stuff go ahead and water those in that's totally fine water them in uh it only takes about 15 minutes you don't need to water it you know for an hour you're just going to water it for 15 minutes get it watered in so it starts working and doing its thing and then again you can just turn it right off now, if things change, if it jumps up to 90 degrees all of a sudden, and let's hope that doesn't happen because I sure would like to have a nice cool spring. It doesn't feel like we've had one of those in a while. Uh, unless it changes, you can actually, like I said, you can go for a long time without turning your water on. So I'm going to talk to you about a few other things that you can do right now to help get that started. Um, the first thing that you can do is you can apply some more Humagreen. Humagreen is a tremendous way to add a lot of water holding capacity into that sponge. You can make that sponge more efficient, your soil sponge, if you will. Uh, that Humagreen just makes it work even better. So applying more Humagreen is a great way to do that. It's going to help keep the lawn green. You still need to fertilize if you're using Humagreen. You can't use Humagreen completely by itself. So you're still going to want to use the lawn food. But those two things don't they don't counteract one another. The Humagreen actually has very little fertilizer in it. Um, and the fertilizer is what has the lawn food. The Zamzo's lawn food is what has the food part of it. The Humagreen just does a whole bunch of other stuff. It feeds the microbes, uh, helps hold onto that moisture, and does a lot of those other things. Uh, the other thing you want to do right now uh, is mow your lawn really low, right? Because a lot of times during the winter, uh, you know, a lot of stuff dies. A lot of those grass blades that have been sitting up above the soil all year, you know, the snow gets on them and they just get trampled on and a lot of that stuff dies. So the first mowing uh, of the lawn, mow it really low and then just let it grow up. You should be growing your lawn up to about four or five inches um, even six inches at, at that point, it kind of gets a little, you know, it's going to get a little floppy. It's going to fall over a little bit. So you don't really need to go quite that high, but I like to keep my lawn really high. And what's really nice about that is one, you can mow it really low and then you do your feeding and all your other stuff. Um, and then you, you probably won't have to mow for a couple of weeks. So there you go. You get to X, you get a little bit of extra time before you really have to start mowing that lawn on a regular basis. So you can let it start growing back up and that's going to really give you some really nice, good looking grass. It's going to be nice to walk on. It's going to be really easy. Um, but what that also does is it shades the soil and it prevents water loss to evaporation. A lot of that water is going to just move up a little bit and it's just going to stay. It's going to go right back down into the soil. So when you do start to water and you got that long grass, it's going to get into that soil 
and it's going to do a lot of good. The other thing that you may need to consider, and this is always going to change from yard to yard, but you might need to remove a thatch layer. You might have to go that route as well because thatch is that buildup of organic material, and that stuff just does not like to let water pass through it. So you uh, you can do take care of that a number of ways. Humagreen's a great one. If you do Humagreen with Thrive on top of it, it'll actually decompose and eat that thatch layer. Um, you can go the mechanical route, um, and if you do something like that, I would really urge you to uh, plant some new seed because once you're done with the thatching the mechanical way, uh, your lawn's going to look really, really bad. It's going to look like you just killed it. And you haven't. You, you've, a lot of that stuff's going to come back. It's going to take a little bit of time. You've just pulled up so much material that it takes a little bit of time for that stuff to fill back in. And you really need to get that new seed down there because that seed's going to fill in all those areas. You've just exposed a ton of soil, and that seed will come in and fill in really nicely. And that goes back to that competition element I was talking about when it comes to uh, your uh, controlling the weeds. So consider doing that as well. If you don't know how to look for a thatch layer, it's really easy. What you'll do is you just take a shovel, dig up uh, about a foot in the soil, and you want to dig it up um, like a kind of like a plug. So um, you'll dig like a square out. So take your, your round end shovel, cut a, a circle with it, and pull the whole thing up. You kind of pry it up out of there, and you're going to look at that big chunk of soil with the grass in, in the profile. And you'll see the soil, and you'll see the grass, and then in between there... That's where you'll see that thatch layer. And if it's uh, you know close to an inch, um, it's time to do something. You got to get get that out of there because that stuff um, one it holds uh, gives chinch bugs a great place to live. Uh, chinch bugs love to live in that thatch layer because they can get away from your insecticides and, and other issues. Uh, and uh, it also just isn't very permeable. It will stop that water from getting down to the roots where the grass can use it. So you really got to get rid of that. So if you've got a big thatch layer, you're going to have to do some extra work to get rid of that. Um, but that will drastically help save a lot of water in the soil. Um, so those are kind of, and that's kind of where you want to go. I think the mowing higher is probably one of the things that uh, a lot of people are a little reluctant to do early on. We like to, some people really like to have that kind of golf course looking grass, um, but it's important to remember that a golf course grass is actually a different type of grass. We don't actually grow the same species of grass in our home lawns that they do on golf courses. Golf courses usually use a, uh, a couple of different rhizomatous grasses that spread by a runner or stolen, and those grasses, uh, also called warm season grasses, they like to be mowed very low. They like to stay short. They can actually handle it better. The grass types that we typically grow in our lawn are the fescues, the Kentucky bluegrass, and the ryegrass. Those grasses do not like to grow short. They like to grow tall. They are tall grasses. They go to seed. That's how they spread themselves. And if you keep it too short, it actually stresses them out, and they do not perform very well. So you really want to raise that mower up. It's going to save you a lot of water. And the lawn's going to look just, it's going to look nice, especially if you're feeding properly. It's going to look fantastic. Okay, so looks like we are just about time for another break. We've got one more segment here at the Zamzo's Garden Show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. 
Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and it's April, which is a great time to be outside with your dog. In fact, walking, running, and playing outdoors is great exercise and improves your dog's mental health. And Zamzo's has Idaho's largest selection of dog toys and recreational items that make being outdoors fun. Like our full line of Chuck It Fetch toys that make throwing your dog a ball easy. Not only do we have bright colored tennis balls in various sizes, but Zamzo's also carries eco-friendly balls, flying squirrels, and fun things dogs love to catch. Zamzo's also has a large selection of chew bones that keep dogs busy for hours. And a full line of nutritious dog treats that keep pets happy and satisfied between meals. Because in warm weather, many dogs eat less. So please feed a caloric-dense food like Zamzo's Fundamentals, Zamzo's Pro Sport, or any of our super premium Grandma Z's dog foods. Then get outside with your dog and play. It's a great time to do it, and Zamzo's has everything you need to do it safe and right. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on 670-KBOI. All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, we've been talking about uh, some weed control, some watering conservation tips, and how to get things started off this year on the right foot. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, we probably have a little bit of time to get some calls in. You can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOY. The last thing I wanted to cover really quickly about watering uh, the and water conservation, particularly when it comes to the lawn. We mentioned uh, you know applying more human green, taking care of your thatch layer, turning on your sprinklers to check them, and then turning them back off until the lawn really needs it. Uh, but the last thing is just changing. Oh, and mowing your, raising your mower. That is a big one that helps conserve a lot of water. The last one is, uh, just changing up how you water. Um, you know, we get a lot of, uh, people, uh, say, you know, I can't water my lawn. I can't, I have to water every day. And really the reason you have to water every day is because you water every day. If you change up your watering and start watering, uh, longer, uh, put more time into it and you start that right away. You're actually going to help kind of get the lawn prepared for that. You're going to uh, kind of, you're going to condition it to take water in more all at once and then, uh, use it for longer. So get in the habit. As soon as you start watering, water for a long time. Uh, let the water soak in. Um, if you have to do it over and over again, you know, 15 minutes and then 15 minutes and then 15 minutes, do something like that. That's totally fine. Just do that. Uh, but you've got to condition it. You got to start doing it and you just, you just got to start doing it and then it, you'll get there. Um, but typically, um, you want to water, uh, if you could get all your water out in one watering, that would be amazing. I started actually reducing my watering to just twice a week last summer, um, even during the hottest part of the year. And the lawn did absolutely fine. It did amazing. You can do it. I believe in you. All right, let's go to a couple phone calls. Looks like we got Doug on the line. Doug, how's it going? How can I help you today? Going good. Um, pre-emergence and Humagreen. And um, what's the best way? I've already put my fertilizer down and my lawn's turning green. Good. I'm, I'm your testimony to Zamzo's. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> on either side of my neighbors are not so not so much. Um can I put pre-emergent down now and then put Humigreen also? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can do them both. Or, yeah, no okay. problem there. No problem at all. It's, it's safe for that. And I, I run my sprinklers three days a week. 
yeah. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, that's great. And each, and each cycle is about 10, 15 minutes each. Yeah, and if that's all you need, then that's all you need, you know? Um, but you know what you yeah. might even try doing this year, Doug? Maybe just try maybe try 12 minutes uh, or, you know, uh, even cutting out a day. Maybe try Monday and Friday or Monday and Thursday and try to go for 20 minutes each time. Just see how that does. Just give it a try because I'll bet what you'll find is that you can actually uh, start to – you can put a little less out there and it'll go a little bit further because I know you're doing all those other things right, and I'll bet you can uh, you can even push that a little bit more. So just give it a try. If it doesn't work, you can go back. You're not using that much water anyway. Uh, you, you've got a good yeah. schedule, but just give it a try. See how it goes this year. It works pretty good. Um I have a little spot, a little spot, a strip in my front lawn where HOA runs it, has their gardeners taking care of that lawn. Yeah. But where it's dried out, so I'm going to have to do a big cut across it and come get a strip of grass I can put in or... Yeah, maybe some seed. Yeah, you know what you and maybe if you try some of that peneturf over there, maybe that'll help that out a little bit. Uh, peneturf. Yeah, see if that peneturf might not help that area hold on to some some water. Oh, so because it's dead now. Yeah. Well, right after you. Yeah, once you get it all planted back up with however you end up doing that, you know, just uh, something to help help those folks out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So put the penetrator on after I put the new stuff on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Doug. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, Sue in Garden City. Sue, how can I help you today? Hi, I'm calling to find out if there's anything I can do for my lawn short of pulling it all out and reseeding the whole thing. It's I need a four wheel drive lawnmower to mow it. Mow it. Um, like it gets, it gets too tall or lumpy and lumpy. Oh, lumpy Lumpy and bumpy. Gotcha. Yes. There are things you can do actually. Um, uh, there's a couple of things you can do. Uh, what, uh, one, one option is to get what they call a roller and a roller is something you'll rent from Tate's rents. Um, and what it is, is just a big, it's just a big drum with a handle. You fill it up with water and you want to do that, get that right after a rain and you'll just fill the drum up with a good amount of water, and then you can just walk it over uh, the lawn. And that'll actually help bring that down. Um, in, but the, the lawn needs, the soil needs to be wet for that to really work. So you'd either have to, like I said, do it after a heavy rain or uh, do it after a deep watering. Um, and that can help quite, quite a bit, actually. Uh, the way I would prefer to do it is to actually do an aeration uh, so you would get like, again, you can hire someone to do it or you can get the machine from Tate's rents. Uh, they're not that expensive. They're a little heavy, uh, to get in and out of the back of the truck. But, um, uh, I, I have, I don't have time to get into the stories of me struggling to get an aerator and in, in and out of the back of my truck, but, <laughs> uh, but there, but there, that's a great way to, uh, what this does is it pulls up all those plugs and what you can do is, uh, rake those plugs into the lower spots and kind of, that will help, re- uh, level it out. When you do that, also do, uh, come back over with some topsoil or some compost and that will help also fill in those areas and it'll even that lawn out a little bit. So it might take a little bit of time. Uh, but I, it's, it's, it's less work and it's less money than taking it all out and regrading it all. Um, and right. it'll, it's a lot better for the lawn. You're going to actually fix some issues doing it that way. 
Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, Sue. I appreciate it. We are just about out of time there. Thanks for those calls. Hopefully, uh, you guys got something out of today. I always appreciate talking to you, and we will be back next week here in the Zamzo's Garden Show on KBY. This is Callie Zamzo, and it's April, which is a great time to be outside with your dog. In fact, walking, running, and playing outdoors is great exercise and improves your dog's mental health. And Zamzo's has Idaho's largest selection of dog toys and recreational items that make being outdoors fun. Like our full line of Chuck It Fetch toys that make throwing your dog a ball easy. Not only do we have bright colored tennis balls in various sizes, but Zamzo's also carries eco-friendly balls, flying squirrels, and fun things dogs love to catch. Zamzo's also has a large selection of chew bones that keep dogs busy for hours. And a full line of nutritious dog treats that keep pets happy and satisfied between meals. Because in warm weather, many dogs eat less. So please feed a caloric-dense food like Zamzo's Fundamentals, Zamzo's Pro Sport, or any of our super premium Grandma Z's dog foods. Then get outside with your dog and play. It's a great time to do it, and Zamzo's has everything you need to do it safe and right. Nobody knows.